Welcome to this faith-inspiring message from Living Streams UK. We hope you are blessed. Jesus said, consider carefully what you hear. In this episode, we want to talk about how it is that we can guard our ears, guarding what you hear. Ladies and gentlemen, in Mark chapter 4 and the verse number 24, we see the Lord say something really remarkable. He says, consider carefully what you hear. And he said, with the measure you use, it will be measured to you and even more. That is in the NIV version. Let me look at other versions for us to have some clarity. In the NLT, the New Living Translation, the Bible says, pay close attention to what you hear. The closer you listen, the more understanding you will be given and you will receive even more. What about the New King James Version? That one says, Take heed what you hear. With the same measure you use, it will be measured to you, and to you who hear, more will be given. What about the NASB, one of my favorite translations of the Bible, the New American Standard Bible? It says, Take care what you listen to, by what standard you of measure, by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you and more will be given you besides. So in the previous verse, which is in the verse number 23, now remember we are looking at Mark chapter 4 and the verse number 24. But the previous verse, which is 23, Jesus says, If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. That is, you know, it is obvious that the ear is given for hearing, but the Lord over here speaks of a deeper kind of hearing that impacts the soul. Friend, we are talking about guarding your ears. Your ear is a gate to your soul. In the last episode, we did mention how we can guard our eyes. But today, let's examine a little bit more closely the power of the ear gate, which is also a gate to your soul. The Lord cautions about not only what we hear, but also how we hear. Luke's account in the book of Luke chapter 8 and the verse number 18 says, take heed how you hear. So our hearing is crucial. It's extremely important and the Lord recognizes this in the scripture. In fact, in the Old Testament, the law was read for Israel to hear. Moses commanded that it be read for the people to hear in Deuteronomy chapter 31 and the verse number 11. The Bible says, When all Israel comes to appear before the Lord your God at the place which he will choose, you shall read this law in front of all the people in their hearing. And the verse number 13, the Bible says, Their children who have not known will hear and learn to fear the Lord your God. So we can see how important it is for the Lord to advise us to listen or to hear his word. In fact, the Bible says faith comes by what? By hearing and hearing by the word of God. 
Now, there is something powerful in the verse number 13 of Deuteronomy chapter 31 I want us to look at. Let me read that portion again. It says, There are children who have not known will hear and learn to fear the Lord your God as long as you live in the land which you are about to cross the Jordan to possess. Which you are about to cross the Jordan to possess. So, even those who do not know the Lord are able to be transformed when they hear the word. And number two, their possession of the land is contingent on their hearing of the law. So, is it possible, ladies and gentlemen, that many believers are not possessing their inheritance in Christ because they do not have an ear to hear God's word? Is it possible? I think it is. Because by hearing the word, you have faith which allows you to possess your possession in Christ. And so we see here expressed in the Old Testament a very similar situation. Now, the children were not there when God did all the wonderful things and the miracles in Egypt. They were not there when the Lord led you know, their, their forefathers from, from Egypt through his servant Moses. But the Bible here says, when they hear they will learn to fear the Lord. So you don't need to see to believe. All you need is to hear. All you need is to hear. And so can I you know, encourage you, if you are not a listener of the word, may you become a listener of the word today. Let this podcast enrich your soul. Hear them over and over again. Listen to them because these are the words of the Bible. Now, God knows the power of what we hear. Now, faith can enter the spirit when we hear the right thing. And, you know, and similarly, fear, you know, and worries and anxieties and so on, they can also enter the soul by what it is that we hear. In fact, other evils, all kinds of evils can also enter our souls by what it is that we hear. So in Romans chapter 10 and the verse number 19, Paul is careful to say that faith comes by hearing. Not only by hearing, he says hearing and hearing by the words of Christ. Hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. And so we must constantly give our ear gates to the word of God so we can keep hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. You know, in 2 Kings chapter 7 and the verse number 3 all the way to the verse number 20, there's a remarkable story over there. In fact, in the verse number 6 of that portion of scripture, we see how God used the ear gate for the advantage of his people. So that when the Syrians came and encircled Jerusalem, it was remarkable that they thought they were going to overcome the city of God's people. And uh, God miraculously, uh, he caused them to hear the noise of chariots when the four lepers decided to move. The Bible says in the verse number six, for the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots and a noise of horses even the noise of a great host, and they said to one another, Lo, the king of Israel has hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. So you see, what they heard put them to flight. Similarly, what you hear can put you to flight. What you hear 
if you hear trouble around you, it can put so much fear in you that it dispossesses you of your ability to stand and fight. And so you are put to flight. God knows the power of what we hear. So he caused the Syrians to hear something powerful and that puts them to flight to relieve the people of God from all kinds of distress. You know, so I want to encourage you today as you hear these words to begin to guard what it is that you hear in your ears. Guard it, guard it, guard it. Oh, what a blessing, what a blessing. Now, you know, Satan understands the power of the ear gate. And so guess what? He spoke words into the ears of Eve by saying to Eve in Genesis chapter 3 and the verse number 1, the Bible says, Now the serpent was more cunning than any animal of the field which the Lord had made. And he said to the woman, Has God really said, You shall eat from any tree of the garden? Of course, God spoke. You know, we all know the story in the Bible. God spoke and spoke to Adam and, and to Eve. And God gave them a clear commandment. But the devil comes and said, Has God really said? He understood the power of the ear, of the gates to the soul. And so the devil came and whispered into the ear of Eve, Has God really said? Similarly, child of God listening to me today, God has given you a promise in his word. He has said he will not fail you. He has said he will not fail you in any way. He has purchased you with the high price of the blood of Jesus. You belong to Christ. You are a child of God. But the enemy will come and whisper to your ears, Has God really saved you? Has God really said to you that he is going to bless you? Has God really said he is going to heal you? Has God really said he is going to do a miracle in your life? These are words of, of, of doubt, seeds that are sown into your ear gate. If you believe these words of the devil, you are going to lose your faith and you are going to lose the blessing of the Lord in your life. This is an old trick of the devil to try to capture our ear gates by speaking these words into our ears so that we can lose our faith in Christ. And so I want to, I want to uh, encourage you today as you hear these words, guard your ear gate. You know, David and Goliath's story is a really interesting one. You know, we all know David and Goliath. But I want to bring your mind to something really interesting in that portion of scripture. Now, the Bible says all Israel was crippled in fear for many days. And why were they crippled in fear? It was because of what Goliath did to them. The Bible says Goliath shouted at them every single day. According to 1 Samuel chapter 17 and the verse number 16, Goliath continued to just speak words of fear into the armies of Israel and they were there and they were cowering in fear and no one could come and face him until David came who understood the power of what you hear. So when David came to the scene, guess what David did? David spoke words of faith so that Goliath can also hear something. When David came, he said, Ah, I will bring you down and cut your head. You know, these were words of faith that he was speaking to this giant of a man called Goliath. All of a sudden, Goliath says, Are you coming to me? Am I a dog that you come to me with a sling and stones? So you can see that that word of David 
put something into Goliath. All of a sudden, he was calling, he was referring to himself, am I a dog? And no wonder he indeed became a dog for David. So the words that we hear has got power to instill fear or faith in us. And I want to encourage you, child of God today, guard your ears. Now, you know, Lot found himself, there was somebody by name Lot. You know, Lot was with Abraham, his family member, uh, Abraham's nephew called Lot. And they both left the land of Ur. And uh, Abraham uh, went one way and Lot went another way because of the issues that happened among their headsmen. Now, we know this part of the scripture. But there's something I want to bring our attention to. That Lot, when he found himself at a certain place called Sodom, uh, the Bible makes us to understand he was subject to constant flood of evil, you know, and he was tormented by it. You know, strangely, which really surprised me was strangely Lot continued to stay there in Sodom. Why didn't he just pack his bag and his family and leave that land of Sodom? His soul was, was, you know, uh, was, you know, almost imprisoned by the things that he was seeing in this land of Sodom. His soul was, 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 uh, was captured in a way by the things that he was hearing and seeing. He was tormented day after day by the things that were going on in the land of Sodom. But for some strange reason, this righteous man stayed there. You know, in 2 Peter chapter 2 and the verse number 8, the Bible says, For by what he saw and heard, that righteous man, this is in reference to Lot, by the way, the Bible says, While living among them, he felt his righteous soul tormented day after day by their lawless deeds. So 2 Peter chapter 2 and the verse number 8, you know, it makes us to understand this was what Lot went through in Sodom. The question is, why did he stay there? after hearing and seeing and being tormented in the soul why did he still stay there is it possible ladies and gentlemen that you are at a certain place in your life right now you are with a number of friends you are in a certain environment a certain neighborhood a certain place and in the things you hear maybe the movies you watch or the songs you listen to or the words you hear in your life are tormenting your soul but somehow you keep entertaining these things into your life is it possible if you are in that situation can i challenge you today to rise up and leave that place can i challenge you today to shut your ears to these things that are tormenting your soul can i encourage you to shut your ear gates because your soul must be protected from the noise that is around the world today Oh, child of God, may you guard, guard your ears, guard your ears, guard your ears. There is God's word to somebody today for you to guard what it is that you hear. You know, many of the miracles that Jesus did, they were done by the spoken word alone. You know, many of the miracles, it, he just spoke a word. And those who heard it, faith was inspired in them and they received their miracles. Now, we cannot count the number of miracles Jesus did, obviously. Now, some say 37 miracles, others say 45 miracles, and so on. But we do know in John chapter 20 and the verse number 30, that we see that Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded. And the Bible makes us to understand that 
uh, and even also in uh, John chapter 21 and the verse number 25, uh, the Bible makes us to understand there are many more things that Jesus did, which all the books written in the world could not even contain. So he did many miracles, but we know that many of the miracles were done by his word. His word. And the hearer received the miracle. Child of God, what are you hearing in your life today? Are you hearing the words of Christ? Are you hearing the word of faith? What are you hearing in your life today? Hebrews chapter 4 and the verse number 2 says, For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them, but the word did not profit them because it was not mixed with faith in those who had it. This is a very sad situation that some people hear the word and they do not have faith to mix with it. I pray for you today as you hear me out that the word of the Lord will inspire faith in you, that your ears will be given to something good today. And I want you to hear these good words that the Bible says about you, that you are a child of God, that you are the righteousness of God in Christ, that you are blessed and highly favored, that you are lifted and that you are not cast down. So may these words lift you up today, knowing that the Lord your God is with you. Hear words of faith and guard your ears from evil. If you are listening to me for the very first time today, I want to encourage you to hear these words of faith and give your life to Jesus. The word will only profit you if you step in faith to accept God's work of salvation for you, which is the offer of his son for the salvation of your soul. He died for you and gave his life for you so that you, if you believe in him, believe that the Lord died for you. He was resurrected on the third day so that when you give your life to God in Christ Jesus, you also receive newness of life. Pray this prayer after me. Dear Lord, I accept Jesus into my heart today. Forgive me of all my sins. I know I am a sinner. From today, I give you my life. I believe you died for me and you rose on the, from the dead on the third day for me. From today, I also rise into newness of life because I believe in the work that you did for me. I belong to you and I confess you as Lord and Savior over my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you and I'll see you in the next episode. Please share this podcast and let others be blessed. Share it on your social media platforms and I'll see you again in the next one. God bless you. Hope this message has blessed you. Do visit us at uklsi.org for more information. God bless you and we look forward to hearing from you.